Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. I'm so glad you're watching today. You know, we've had over 320,000 views in our Glorious Living programs since we began in November of 2021. And this is episode 34. And right here I have with my, my friend Chrissy I with me again. I love it. All 34 episodes have been a blessing to so many, Miss yes. Kathy. And this one is going to be so empowering. It's all about vision. And actually our visionary conference is still continues yes. tonight. We had powerful services last night and this morning. So do not miss tonight's service. Friday, July 15th at 7 p.m. CT. And if you can't miss it in person, we'd love for you to watch online. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. And I want you to not just watch online. If you're watching, make a comment. Yes. Maybe even take a picture of yourself. Oh, yeah, Let take a selfie see. with the screen and post it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you make sure you're fully clothed, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> make sure. Yeah, we have a vision to see you all dressed yeah, and ready just, to go. Just, just a headshot, possibly. You'll be fine. Or the back of your head. I love it. I love it. And share it with hashtag visionary. We're having fun here in Studio C. This is going to be a great program. Ms. Yeah, Kathy. it's not too late to come. It's going to be an awesome time. Oh, it's going to be and, wonderful. And anyway, we love it when you share your comments, but I know some of them have sent in testimonies and you have one yes, to read today. Yes, I right? do. And you know, people's visions are being ignited all over the world, not just this nation, but nations across the world. I have one from Janice and it's from Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it says, this program has been so encouraging. I have a God-given invention and have had many attempts to get it to market and failed. But this program gives me courage to not give up. I believe God will help me get it right and will open the right door to accomplish my dream to bring glory to God. Well, that is an amazing testimony. We're so happy right. to hear from you, Janice. Yeah, I love it when we hear about from people that their lives are being changed. You know, yes. so many times we get wrong voices that tell us we can't do something. Mm. But on this program and everything that we do here at JDM, you'll always be encouraged to like, to believe in your vision, to know that God has a special plan for your life, yes. actually a glorious life a glorious that belongs life. to all of you. That's right. Well, today we have a very special program for you. I want to welcome Ron and Pia Fortune to the program. Welcome. Here, right here to Studio C. Welcome, Ron and Pia. Thank Good you to for see having you. Us. Thank you for having us. Oh, we're glad to have you. Know, Ron is an outreach pastor here at Covenant Church, and Pia is our finance supervisor at the ministry, and we're so pleased to have them as integral parts of JDM to help us to reach people and change lives one soul at a time. And they're here today with us to share about having a vision for a successful marriage. That's Amen. right. We Amen. all need that. Amen. We want successful marriages. Oh, it's, it's so it's needed today, especially in this life. You yes. know, this world is yeah. crazy. It and is. We're, we it have is. answers. We do, right. men. We have right. glorious an answers. Answer. I believe that glorious marriages are going to be ignited yeah. while people watch this program. It's so needed in today's right. day and age. Right. That's so true. Well, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourselves. How did y'all meet? I mean, I know. How long have you been married? First of all, we we have been 41, married forty-one, 41, 41 years. years. Forty-one wow. years. <laughs> Known each other for forty-three. Uh -huh. uh, we actually met in uh, in Germany. Uh -huh. I was born and raised in in Germany. Uh, Ron was in the military in the army. And uh, he had already had been in for two years, mm -hmm. and we met. Uh, actually, Ron was a blind date. A wow, friend of mine, a blind date. Blind date. And you um, didn't. You both of you didn't know the Lord then. No, so we did met not. in a ballroom. I think we did. Right. <laughs> actually, it was a disco. A disco. Oh, a disco. A disco. <laughs> a disco ball and everything. But uh, a friend of mine had been, you know, bugging me about. Uh, Come on, I have this friend. I want you to go on a double date with me and my boyfriend. And I said, No, I don't speak English. I didn't speak English at that really? time. Really? So yeah. So all I spoke was German, and I finally gave in. Mm -hmm. And we went uh, to this disco, and uh, now you have to picture this. I am in jeans, tennis shoes, and a white t-shirt. I was 17 at that time. Mm -hmm. wow. Ron was five years older. He was 22. 
in a three-piece suit with a top hat <laughs> and he's sitting right there at that table and I'm just walking I'm thinking oh this is not gonna work this is not, <laughs> this is not gonna work we're not okay five years older than me but you know what God even at that point God put us together I had yeah. a and I say it often uh, we weren't safe at that mm -hmm. time but I had a praying grandmother Mm -hmm. And uh, and I will really believe, you know, if you pray for your children and for your grandchildren, yes. uh, God can move. You know, even when they are not walking with the Lord, God can direct their oh, steps. I and know that. Definitely. I believe that. Yeah. That happened to me and Jesse as well. His mother right. started praying for me, yeah. Yeah. you know, before he ever met me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they had no chance. God <laughs> did it. She took one glimpse of, at me and said, that's going to be your wife. Yeah. I didn't hear her say that, but Jesse yeah. did. She a prophetess. <laughs> she truly was. Uh -huh. So what happened was um, we immediately, mm -hmm. when Ron saw me and I saw him, there was a connection. I know she must have took your breath away. Huh, Ron? I, I prophesied that's going to be my wife. There you did. Go. Yeah. He at that did. moment. At, at that moment. At yeah. that moment, he did. And we didn't fine. even, uh, like I said, we didn't speak. My friend was the translator for about three weeks until she just got tired of doing it because she had a boyfriend that she wanted to talk to. <laughs> so we, we ended That's up, uh, Ron had to go to the field. Um, that means he had to move out for about three weeks with the military. Wow. And I learned English within those three weeks. Mm, he wow. came back. He was shocked. But I really liked Ron at that moment. Um, I wasn't in she love. Loved me. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really liked him. I didn't know him. I didn't know anything takes, about him. Right. It takes a little bit of time. Of course, yes. But uh, so what happened was we ended up, um, you know, we moved to the states, um, and then. From there, our journey began with the Lord. We got uh -huh. saved mm -hmm. um, about three, two, two or three years later. Mm -hmm. And wow. that's when really our, because we had some issues in our marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, when you don't have the Lord in, in your life and especially mm -hmm. in your marriage, mm -hmm. things right. just don't work right. That's the right. Spirit so can't, you know, Galatians 5.22 talks about when you have the Spirit, you're, you're kind, you're loving, you're, uh, you know, all those good things. Mm -hmm. You're good to the person. Mm -hmm. That's not just for friends, family, mm -hmm. people that you meet, mm -hmm. it starts in your marriage, That's right. you know, so you have to be, you, you want to portray that, that love, you know, and that's really what we worked towards, uh, talking about vision. Yeah. That was our vision to have a better marriage. Yeah. You and know? did you have, yeah. you, even before you knew the Lord, you knew you needed help. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, definitely yeah. Well, and you moved back here to me. New Orleans, right? Yes. This is right. where you were in New Orleans. We right. lived in Missouri. Right. For so for me, years. I mean, I was still an alcoholic, you know, no. I was in the military, alcoholic in the military. And so coming back to the States, I was still drinking, still acting a mm. fool. You know, and so, you know, we was in Missouri, and so trying to raise my son and trying to raise my, my wife, you know, as well. But, uh, That's a good one. <laughs> but, but, I mean, we, we enjoyed each other, but we was having problems. We was always arguing, always fighting, mm -hmm. and it's probably because of my drinking and the way I was responding to everything that she would say, I would get upset, you know, and then plus my career in the military. And so, and actually, my, during that time, I was losing my career because I made some mistakes mm -hmm. in the military, and, and I was had more, two more years to in the military and was, you know, my, my career was pretty much falling wow. apart. Right. And so anyway, so we wound up leaving. Before we left Missouri to get out the military, Pierre decided, you know, because we was watching, you know, this, this guy on, on TV all the time and he was talking about the Lord. And mm -hmm. so we, we said the sinner's prayer with him at the end, oh, okay. but we didn't, we didn't know together. what it was. Yeah, yeah together. We didn't understand. Hey, it like, but I mean, we were saying it every night, so we yeah. really didn't understand oh. what he was saying. We had no guidance. But, right. We didn't know. So before we left, Pierre decided, let's stop at a Bible store 
buy a Bible. You know, so we bought a Bible, and when I was driving, she would read, and then when she was driving, I would read. I love and that. And we did all, all, all the way to, to Louisiana, reading, you know, back and forth with the Bible. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so when we got here, you know, back to Louisiana, you know, we stayed with my mom. And so everything began to pretty much kind of fall apart. Again, you yeah, know, again. and so she got a job, and I think f that would kind of make me a little jealous, you know, you know, because you're the provider and you want to provide for your family. Mm -hmm. And so my wife was actually providing, so I was like, mm, this, this ain't gonna work. It was a hard time. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, I, I struggled trying to you know make it, you know, trying to find a job, and and nothing, everything was falling apart. And so in 80, 85, the around the end of eighty five, mm -hmm. she got saved. Mm -hmm. She gave her life to the Lord. And so she kept beating me, you know, you got to gotta know the Lord, you got to know the Lord. And so one day I said, okay, let's go to church. So we went, we went to church. And so went to church about two or three times. And then next thing you know, that, that third time I got saved. Mm -hmm. Gave my life to the Amen. Lord and everything began to change. Yeah. So you what know? was the difference between that prayer and the prayer before? It was like a, more of a... Because, because God called me. He called me out of the whole crowd. You know, he called me, said, there's a man sitting in the balcony. Wow. You know, and he called me out. And, you know, the, actually, the guy, he stood in the middle of the, 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 the congregation. There was an evangelist or a pastor yeah. that mm -hmm. was yeah. the, leading the service. Right, yes. and he stood in the middle of the congregation after he f finished preaching. And he said, there's a man here that God is calling, wow. that God wants to do an awesome and mighty work in his life. Mm -hmm. And you figure it could have been anybody, you know, five or ten guys went down and he kept on talking. And the next thing he said again, he said, there's a man here that God is calling, that God wants to do an awesome and mighty wow. work in his life. And you figure me, so five, ten more guys went down and I was like, well, he can't be talking about me. And so he stepped out a little further in, in, in the aisle and he pointed at the balcony. Mm -hmm. And that's the time me and Peter was sitting in the balcony. And he said, that man is sitting right up there. And when he said that, the presence of God was so strong, I began crying. Mm -hmm. She grabbed me by my hand. She knew it was me. And I mean, I was shaking <clears throat> like a leaf, excuse me. And so we went down and he came straight over, laid his hand on me. Mm -hmm. And after that, alcohol, everything that I, I, I was addicted to just went away. Delivered. Instantly yes. delivered. Instantly Praise delivered. the Lord. You know? And that I really, love that. yeah, um, that changed our life. That changed everything. It changed our marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> we became more conscious of how we wanted our mar marriage to be. We, we started reading the Bible together. Mm -hmm. We started um, talking about, uh, you know, how, what do we want in our marriage? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, what do we have to do? We're, what are the steps, the godly steps to take? Mm -hmm. That's right. Because the world has all kinds of ideas on how yeah. a marriage is supposed to be, mm -hmm. but that's not the right way. Mm -hmm. You that's have right. to be spirit-minded and then just listen to God, you know? So uh, we, we just really worked on that, mm -hmm. um, trying, to, trying to have a, the perfect, we always said we want to have right. the perfect marriage. Yes. You know, and if you take that attitude, that doesn't mean that Ron and I don't have disagreements. Ron and I were so different from each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. The culture, I mean, I'm from Germany, he's from New Orleans, yeah. and from America. I mean, just everything, our thinking, our taste, our the music we listen to, everything was, you can't imagine, it was so opposite. But uh, we still, to this day, we always, we talk about compromise, mm -hmm. you know. You have to compromise. You have to find, it's not your way or mm -hmm. your way. It's 
the, the, to combine what, you know, the, another way, yes. basically, that will work for both of you. And I see that all over. If you go on social media and you see, or you hear these talk shows, the secular talk shows about men and women, you never really see that compromise anymore. It's just right. very selfish. It's all yeah. about what the wife wants. Right. It's all about what the, the husband wants or mm. often what the child wants. They right. just throw, you know, mm. and they forget about mm. their marriage. It's, it's a union under God that they need to take care of right. exactly. and, and communicate. Communication, I feel, is so, so important. It's mm -hmm. lacking today. Right, right. It is. And that's, it is. that's why a lot of people lose their marriage because there is no communication. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, you know, before we got married, I told Pia, I said, because we, you know, we mix couple. And I told her, I said, you know, we're not going to pay attention to what, pe what people think, right. wow, yes. how they look at us. We can care less. Yeah. And our, our, our marriage song was forever, always and forever. And to this day, that's that's our, our that's what we stand on, always yeah. and forever. Right. We will always be with each other no matter what, no matter what happens, we're not leaving. I yeah. love that. You stick together. Now, you have a unique set of problems because you are from mixed race. Right. And, uh, you know, of course, I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're Jesse right. and I are very close to Ron and Pia. We often go to dinner together. You're both consider you our spiritual sons. Yes. Of course, you minister right. at the church. Many of you that are watching today probably have seen Ron when he's preached at the church on a Sunday, mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm out of the, out of the pulpit or Jesse's mm -hmm. not there. And uh, so we're very close, but we see how you interact together. Mm -hmm. I think what's so beautiful is that you love each other yeah. Yeah. and it's obvious and you trust yeah, each yeah, other right. and you have each other's back. Yeah. Right. And so because you're in a situation where you have people that could attack or pull on your mm -hmm. relationship, what you have is too precious yeah. to let someone or something right. come between you. Right, right, right. right. You know, I love exactly. that. Thing, and and one, of the, one of the things, the marriage vows, right? So one of the marriage vows is that for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, mm -hmm. and, the two, and he shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That's right. The reason, the reason why you leave your father and mother is to become one. Right. And so I think that's one of the, the major problems because now everybody, they want to change their vows. That's you know, right. they don't want to say the, the, the right vows you know, until death do you part. They don't want to say these things. But the reason you get married is that you two become one flesh. Mm -hmm. It's say you will become. And to will become is to communicate together. That's right. And we find out the way we, the way we stay together, the way we've been together for so long, is because of praying together. Yeah. We made up our mind to pray together. We pray every morning. You know, we, we talk about things. You know, we talk about the word of God. We discuss things. We find out, you know, that she agrees has her own mind about certain <laughs> scriptures. And so I have to explain to her and say, no, this is not what it is. I love it. <laughs> and, and saying with me sometimes, uh, we, we'll talk about it. So sometimes I'll say things and say, that's not what it's saying. And we go back and forth. That's wonderful. You know? That's beautiful that each you can have that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. iron sharpeneth iron. Right. Right. There's a scripture that says that. And you help yeah. each other. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's part of praying together. You get to understand each other. So when, mm -hmm. when, when, when one of your spouses is praying for something, you begin to hear things. It's like, well, I didn't know that. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. you know I, didn't, I didn't know that's something that was on your heart. Mm -hmm. And so you begin to communicate and understand each other. And prayer is very important in marriage. Right. It's very important. Right. And, you know, you, you know? skipped over a part that's so important is that family members, you know, you leave your mother and the father. Not that you don't love your that's mother right. and your father. Right. Right, exactly. But you have to have your allegiance to one another. That's right. the only way to be right. fruitful. Right. You know how often mm -hmm. marriages are met or or hurt and harmed is from mm. out, outside people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The mother-in-law yeah. doesn't, right. doesn't approve the daughter-in-law, and it's, right. it causes mm -hmm. trouble. Or, in the or if there are issues, uh, the daughter goes to the mother or the son goes to, or the husband mm -hmm. goes to the dad trying to get advice. You can't mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. You know, the way Ron, I told Ron, we were talking about it this morning. I said, marriage to me is the death of two wills mm -hmm. and the birth of one. Mm -hmm. And that's like a baby. You know, a baby mm -hmm. has to learn it's born. 
it learns how to communicate, it learns how to walk, it learns how to do all these things. And that's the same in marriage. Right. When you come together, it's not no more two, two people. Right. It's one. Right. Yeah, you physically you're two, but your spirit is one. So mm -hmm. you have to you ha that's what you have to do. You have to learn how to work together mm -hmm. and how to bring all of this together without fighting, without yeah. arguing. And sometimes, right. you know, you may not agree and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Ron and I, we build a house. Y'all know we just finished our house about yes. a year ago. Yeah, not everybody survives that. I'm saying they go up on the market for sale because the marriage couldn't handle yeah. the construction you project. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised. So, so much disagreement when it <laughs> came to, you know, the, the house. You know, the furniture, you Everything. know, the way that the things. Everybody had their taste. They like it the way they like it. <laughs> but we we worked it out. Yeah. We we you know, it was some some of the like Ron really loved this couch. It's two white couches. And I said, mm. I like really contemporary. Ron likes rustic and some 18th century and different things like that. Yeah, a little bit. So the, he, he's leaning more towards my side now. But so he said, I want these couches. I do want these these two couches. We're getting these two couches. And I was so shocked because Ron's normally not like that. I said, okay. We can get those couches. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Even though I didn't like them at first, I love them. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I was okay with it because Ron's not a demanding person. Mm -hmm. But he really loved them. And because my love for him said, you know what? That's right. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, okay. That's good. So, yeah, so um, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and I love them. I do like them. <laughs> I think that's awesome. And I love what Brother Jesse, when we talk about marriage on boardroom chats, he says, we start, look, we start looking alike. Whereas you get older, you, you start becoming just so complimentary towards each other. You know, my yeah. husband's Hispanic. Uh -huh. So when I go to his culture and I see, like I know you were saying, you're an integrated couple. We are too. But we learn from each other and right. we become more mm -hmm. like each other each right. and every day and mm -hmm. I think that's so beautiful because right. we're supposed to be a reflection of Christ when we spend time right. with Christ we become more and more like him right. so if we keep God in the middle we'll all exactly. just be right. a family yeah. right. under God yeah. right. it's yeah. beautiful it is, it you is have and, have and one, one of the greatest things in marriage is that it's two right mm -hmm. and so when the Bible says you shall become one flesh mm -hmm. it's agreeing together that's and so if, you, if two agree concerning anything it yes. shall be done and I think that's where the enemy he comes in and he destroys that we always arguing and That's fighting. Right. It's kind of hard to agree together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to agree and say, well, you know, well, let's believe God for this. And see, if the enemy comes in, he destroys your agreement. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what he wants. That's the whole reason that the enemy comes in. He just to destroy that, mm -hmm. that agreement that together. That power. That's right. Two because there's right. so much power when you agree together. It says, if two agree concerning anything, anything. it shall be done. Right. And so good. when you agree together about something, you know, and you believe, when you agree together as two, it's coming to pass. Right. Yeah, exactly. you know? And I was just thinking that the ultimate vision for, to me for any marriage is that you both, especially a godly marriage, if mm -hmm. you're both born again, you agree that you're going to serve the Lord. Right. Mm -hmm. God's mm -hmm. going to be first in your life, mm -hmm. first in your marriage. Right. And that's your ultimate goal is to give glory to Him. And right. along the way, there are little side streets you can go mm -hmm. on. Sometimes things go my way. Sometimes right. things go Jesse's mm -hmm. way. <laughs> sometimes we're both in agreement. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes right. we just agree to disagree. Right, right. right. exactly. Because I, I often say you just got to choose your battles. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is that one really worth fighting for? Do you really always have to have the last word, Kathy? No, I don't. And so I've I've grown up over the years, Mm -hmm. and so has he. And it's beautiful, see, because we're now we're married 52 years, and so we we're just thankful that we just didn't kill each other in those those early years. (laughs) See, look, I'm taking notes. I've only been married eight, eight years, eight great years. Uh Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. I know. In today's day and age, it's pretty. It's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty long. Yes, exactly. And you both love the Lord, so you're in a position to have a flourishing marriage. And what advice would you give to someone that's newly married and they just maybe they're both born again? And And the the thing is, so when you get married, right? So you're different. So you wake up in the morning and you and you you realize like it's not the person that I thought would would be, right? And Mm so forgiveness is one of the biggest keys in marriage. So when you talk and when you wake up in the morning, it's like, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize this is the way you were. You know, that's, you're brushing your teeth different, you, mm-hmm. you're combing your hair. The way you look, it's like, you're not, you're not what I thought off. you would do. That's hypothetically, of course, it's not about Pia. <laughs> well, it's, she's it's so about flawless. Her, right? it's not her. She's flawless. Yeah, she's flawless. She's glorious. It's about both of us, not just her. And so you wake up and, and you realize that it's, you know, so you got to work things up. Mm-hmm. You got to come to agreement. You know, I've always talked to the couples about, you know, annoying habits. So there's those annoying habits. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times we pick up things, you know, when we're single and we bring them into our marriage, like, you know, the, the twirling of the hair. You know, you sit there and sometimes it annoy your, your spouse and they go, can you just stop that? Can you <laughs> not right. do that? It's, just, it's aggravating. You know, for me sometimes, you know, I, I let the water run. She can't stand it. <laughs> she can't stand if I just let the water run when I'm brushing my teeth or combing my hair. You know, I, the water just runs, and I can see it from the side of my eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a very sweet and loving way. Yeah. Turn the she water off. Yeah, very sweet. But so, so, so those things you got to realize when you come together, you're different. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know? can't let those things, which are small right. things, right. but... You know, they may be irritating, but you can't mm-hmm. let that ruin your no, whole you day can't. or dominate no. right. your right. life. Exactly. Because you married this person together forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the thing where you have to realize, I married this person, you know, no matter what they look like in the morning, no matter how they act, we work together, we, mm-hmm. we begin to compromise things and just look at it. So praying together, mm-hmm. agreeing together, Amen. and forgiving one another. Because mm-hmm. one of the biggest things in marriage is, is not forgiving, holding things against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to bed at night angry, and you're going to wake up angry. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Bible talks about it. It says, don't let the sun go down on your rat. Because I can, I can guarantee you, you go to bed angry, you're going to wake up angry. Mm-hmm. You're going to wake up with that same issue on your mind. And sometimes and so it's worse. You, yeah, and so and you wake up because I was, I was that kind of a person. So I would go to bed at night mad, and she would she'd fall asleep. <sighs> she'd be knocked out like a light, you know. And so I'm sitting there it's like, wake up. Mm-hmm. Wake up, you know. I mean, and I'll push her. Wake up, let's talk, you know. She's <laughs> she out, you know. So, but the next morning, you know, so we're we're discussing it again. You know, the argument continues, and that's the problem. When you go to bed mad, you wake up mad. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's not going to go away, and so you got to work everything out. Forgive one another before you that's go to right. sleep. Mm-hmm. Kiss each other, whatever you have to do to make it right. right. And so you go to bed at peace, and you wake up at peace. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because if you don't go to bed at peace, you're not going to wake up at peace. Yeah. And you if know? the devil can get you at those oh, yeah. little exactly. those little insignificant things, yeah. it opens the door for the larger disagreements right. and the right. grudges start coming back. And mm-hmm. it's just, we have to nip it in the bud right away so right. it doesn't right. just turn into an always explosion. Always be a step ahead. Yes. Always be a step. Watch, watch for, for things. Well, you can always tell when the devil's trying to come in. Mm-hmm. You know how you feel right before you say something. You know what you're going to say. Right. That's right. So you just, <clears throat> sometimes you just have to 
you know, be quiet and just a lot of times just let God take care of it, you mm -hmm. know. Okay. So one of the things for me is like um, in a new marriage, continue to have fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. You had fun That's when you first met each wonderful. other, mm -hmm. you know, you dated, you had fun, you got to know each other and that doesn't stop. You always, you will always grow in your marriage. You will always get to know each other mm -hmm. in, a, in a deeper level. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just never, you know, always laugh together, mm -hmm. have fun together. Ron and I always do crazy things like I could go on about this story. I think I may have told you about the chase lounge. We put a chase, chase lounge together mm -hmm. and we uh, had a competition who yeah. was going to screw in more, more on one they side and the other. each had a portion to yeah. make yeah. So that was, you know, you always find something to That's have fun good. about and to laugh. I mean, Lauren and I laugh all the time. You do you things find, together. Right, yeah. you yes. got to find right. things that you enjoy doing together. Mm -hmm. Some people say, well, we don't have, nothing. We don't have nothing in common. But you do have something in yeah, common. Yeah, you do. You can find things that you can do together around the house, mm -hmm. find things that you can do together outside of the home. Mm -hmm. You can get together and just, just do things together, right. you know, beautiful. and find how much you enjoy. I mean, if it's going to the gym, well, I don't like, I ain't going to the gym. But just go with that person, just, you know, your spouse, mm -hmm. just for that one time and see if you like it. Mm -hmm. If not, you know, they say, you know, it's not something I, uh, I'm into, yeah. you know. Luis just worked out with me the other day. And actually, he's like, I, I think he was like, I could do that. I could do this. Well, come on, let's do this. And we made a little competition. He was flat on his back. How do you do this? And I felt so strong. But that is such a good thing yeah. that you yeah. you take the time to get to know each other right. and, and be in each other's interest because you start to know learn more about yourself right, right. Mm -hmm. and you yeah. don't stop dating either mm -hmm. that's one of the things like Jesse and Kathy always date mm -hmm. I call it dates when they go out and have uh, have dinner he's like my alarm clock it's lunch <laughs> where, are going with, where are you going to lunch yeah, yeah. Right. lunch date is. dinner date yeah <laughs> so the things that you did before before you got married you don't stop doing right, those right. you just built on that to mm -hmm. make that marriage even better mm -hmm. so dating is one of the things and I think the more fun. time you're together the quality times together you yes. learn to appreciate each other more right. Mm -hmm. right. it's the same way with our relationship with God when we yeah. the more we spend in his presence the more time we spend in his presence spent whether it's in his word or in a church service the more we want to know him right, right. and exactly. so I know right. the more I still don't know everything about Jesse we've yeah. been married 52 years <laughs> we dated two it's years evolving that guy's a mystery, <laughs> it's a mystery. But, and it's a good thing it it's fun it makes life interesting it does, right. Right. It and, does. and it, marriages can be fun they are. Yeah, they people are. haven't discovered that it is they make right. it too hard they make yeah. a big deal out of something that shouldn't be made a big no. deal about. Like even when we're driving in the car, I just wish I had a pair of earplugs because he's <laughs> always talking to the other person in the car. Oh. But I, I've learned to just let him talk because that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Right. And sometimes, you know, we just have to learn to let each other be themselves. Exactly. Yes. Don't himself. try to change them because right. that's the one you fell in love with, yeah. right? right? Exactly. Right. The very things that I that I sometimes want to pick apart is the things I fell love in love with. Right. And I, you know right. how that right. is. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. You know, and, and just I mean, when you're raising kids, isn't, you know, talking about kids, you know, if you get married and you got kids, when you're raising kids, you're raising a family. Right. You're raising that boy to be a father. You're raising that girl to be a mother. It's not just about raising them so they can be your best friend. Exactly. You're raising families. Yeah. You know, you're not raising just kids. It's families. That's so important. You know, and so when you're raising that boy, you got to, you're training him up to how to be a man, how to, how right. to be a provider That's for his good. family. Right. And the same thing with the wife. You're raising her, the, the, the girl, you're raising her to be a wife, how to, how to be a, a, a good wife to a, a husband, right. you know, a Proverbs 31 wife. Mm -hmm. right. You know, so you're raising these kids, not just because they're kids, but because they're families. Right, and that's you know. God's plan for right. mankind. You know, I heard someone say, if you want to be a success in life, 
first of all, get married. Mm -hmm. Secondly, have children. That's right. And, you know, just get a right. stable life, yeah. basically. Right. Uh, I know we're going over in our time, and we usually just stop at it at this point, but, Ron, I just wanted you to talk just for a moment about, because I've been hearing in the news a lot about how, and I read it just recently, how the, the, the common denominator in all of these school shootings and things that are that happen where it's usually a young man, there's there's an absence of a father in a yeah. home. Yes. Yeah. And that's so important. And you're such mm -hmm. a good father. I mean, you're a father in the figure in our church as mm -hmm. well. But talk about how important it is because you had difficulty in your family. Yeah. And we don't always have good fathers, yeah. but we need godly fathers in, yes. in homes. This is that's what our right. society needs. Right. That's right. And, that, and that's one of the things growing up, you know, my father, he was not always there for us. Mm -hmm. You know, and so my mom had to take the responsibility in trying to raise the kids. Yeah. And so the father, you know, what he does is he put the responsibility on the child. And you got a lot of fathers out there who just, you know, they, they have babies mm -hmm. and they leave these women by themselves. And so now, and then they go back and they talk to these kids, you know, the boys, and it says, now you, it's your time to take care of mom. Yeah. And so these kids, they grow up and they try to do things to take care of their mom, and that's not their responsibility. Yeah, and then right. many of them, they yeah. go yeah. off into criminal they behavior because right. they don't feel like they have any that's options. Why, that's why right. we have what we have today. Trouble. Because the, the fathers are not taking care of their kids. That's the the kid father's not taking them. the responsibility yeah. of their kids. Mm -hmm. And so what they need to do is, is go back, you know, take the responsibility for their kids, spend time with their kids, you know, be a, be a part of their lives. Yeah, and God can help them with that. Yeah. Exactly. They may you know. have given up on life themselves, but God hasn't given up on these men. No. There are men all over the nation that are, have, are separated from their families. Right. God mm -hmm. can touch them right where they are, and those families can be reunited, right. or at even right. if they're not in the home together, but they can connect with those children right. exactly. and be a, a voice right. for them. And, and, and I've seen it all the time. I mean, the, the husband leave and the, and, and the wife, you know, she's there, she's struggling. You know, but the wife also, she, she develops bitterness and unforgiveness in the heart. So when the husband want to come back, he refused to let. Shut she down. refused yeah. to let him she come back. She has to be open. And so for the wives as well, you know, you got to let them, let them back into the child's life. Amen. You can't you can't you can't beat the child up and tell them bad things about the husband, and you can't tell them bad things about the wife. Yeah. So if even if you're separated, make sure that you're talking good about each other, yeah. because that child is going to grow up, you know, not liking the father, not liking the mother. So you got to make it where they love each other, regardless if you're split up or not. If you're together, then make it make it look like you know, hey, we are family. We're going we to make this work, mm -hmm. you know, and if you're separated, make it look like you're still a family mm -hmm. because you're still, right. exactly. you're still a father, you're still a mother. Mm -hmm. And so you, you come together and you raise this child in the ways of the Lord, you know, regardless of what happened between you. And if, and if it can work out between you, mm -hmm. let it make it work, yeah. you know, because there's, there is nothing in a marriage that, that nobody that you can't forgive. There's, Jesus says you don't forgive one. He said, if you look at a woman with lust in, her, in your heart, you've committed adultery. He said, but forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key to all, all marriages. I mean, if you walk in forgiveness, mm -hmm. yeah, things hurt. You do things that you shouldn't have done, you know, but you forgive one another. Mm -hmm. right. And you come to that place where you say, you know, I forgive you. And forgiveness is not, hey, I forgive you, but I am, I'm not forgetting. That yeah. is not I'll forgiveness. I'll keep it in the background yeah. when mm -hmm. I need it as ammunition. That's not forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness says, you know, forgive Turn. as Turn. God and Christ forgave you. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's under the blood. It's washed away. It's forgotten. Yeah. And so when you forgive your spouse, you know, let it go. Don't keep bringing it up. You know, when they see something, it's like, well, yeah, I know what you did last night. No, that's unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And so you forgive each other and you just, you walk in that. And, that, and I think that's the greatest key, you know, in marriage. Forgiveness. Praying together and agreeing together. Yeah, Those three. That's so good. You know? you know, there are times when people forgive, but we, that doesn't mean you let bad behavior back into your right, life. Right. Like mm -hmm. if it depends what the situation right. is. Right. Right. And so I remember a, a, a minister friend of mine that extended, he says, to extend forgiveness without demanding change 
makes the word of God an accomplice to evil. Wow. I think right. it's something right. like that because mm -hmm. really you can forgive, right. but if someone's been abusive to a woman mm -hmm. or That's vice versa, because yeah, totally it happens both yeah. ways, yeah. You, th there's that trust factor mm -hmm. that has to be restored, right. but that really has nothing to do with forgiveness, right. does it, really? No. no. You have to forgive the way God forgave you. Right. Right. Forgive, but there's still times where that area of trust, mm -hmm. if there was violence in the home or yeah. whatever, I don't want to yeah. ignore that because I know a lot of people have gotten bad advice mm -hmm. by saying just be, they can't, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want people just be a doormat. No, right. absolutely no, you not. Forgive, you forgive the person. I mean, if they're abusive, you still forgive them because it's it's not a forgiveness. is not about them. Mm -hmm. It's about you. Yes. And so when you forgive them, you know, you're releasing yourself. Mm -hmm. And right. so now you can live your life, mm -hmm. even though you're not together with them anymore because they're abusive. Mm -hmm. You cannot hold that against them. Yeah. You got to move forward. And it's right. also you about know? the child in the situation because there's so many times I have many friends in my life came from divorced parents mm -hmm. and then they have that fear that of marriage. They don't even want to get married. They just exactly. say, I'm just going to live together. We don't need to take that extra yes. step. Right. It's just like marriage anyway mm -hmm. because they don't want to make it That's committed under right. God right. which right. is what's so messed up in this world today that exactly. we have no one that wants to really be loyal to one another right. God's way they want yeah. to do it man's way Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's yeah. beautiful. That's why it's so important. <clears throat> that we know that people need all over the world need to have a godly vision right. mm -hmm. for their marriage. To have right. a successful marriage, you really can't have a real successful marriage without God in your life. Right. You can't right. in the middle of right. that marriage, no, right? Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yes. And uh, and uh, what Amos three three it says, how can we walk together unless we can agree? Two walk together, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, we yeah. gotta agree. We gotta come to a place where we agree together. Where we want to, we want this marriage to work. For 41 years, we, we've made this marriage work because we, we, we made our minds to make it work. Yeah. Even though you're you both know? so different. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. We, we, so different, many different ways. Yeah. Different Thanks. backgrounds, you know, yeah. different different color, you know. But, Precious you know, from without and yeah. from within. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but we love each other. Yeah. You sure do. Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that the marriages are being restored right now. Yes, and I know I that this is giving people the courage to really look at their husband, look at their wife in a new light, and to have the courage to rise up and say, I want to make this Amen. work. Yes. I want to make Amen. it work for my kids, my family, my future. So I'm excited about what God God's doing right now for oh, viewers I watching. I believe people are watching and they're getting touched. Ron, why don't you just lead us in a prayer for the people out there that are believing for their marriage, to Amen. maybe to be Amen. restored, or maybe they're not even married, mm -hmm. but they have a dream for a vision, Amen. or a great vision for their marriage. So Amen. let's just all pray Amen. together. Let's do that thank now. You, Ron, Jesus. you lead us. Thank you, Jesus. You Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Father, we lift up every marriage, Lord God, every relationship, Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus that you're the God thank who restores. You, yes. You're the God who heals, Lord God. So, the Father, there's marriages that need to be restored. I thank you that you're restoring them right now. If there's marriages that need to be healed, I think you're healing them right now. And Father God, I thank restoration, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you're moving right now, this very moment, touching their lives, Lord God. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, that the love of God will flow in these marriages, the God kind of love, that they'll love each other unconditional, forgiving one another, praying together, Lord God, to stay together. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for all that you're doing in these marriages right now, Lord. We call marriages healed in Jesus' name. We call marriages restored yes. in Jesus' Hallelujah. name. We call marriages, Lord God, revived yes, in the name Lord. of Jesus, Lord. So, Father, we just thank you for all that you're doing right now at this very moment, at the sound of our thank voices, Lord Jesus, God, Lord. that their marriages is being restored, healed, Lord God, and delivered in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you for the children, Lord God. We thank you that these children's lives, Lord God, are being touched and changed, Lord God, because they see their parents want to work it together in their lives, but they see this love that's flowing in their marriage, Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you thank for you, all Lord. that you're about to do in these marriages right now Hallelujah. at this very moment. You, and we agree together. And because yes, we Lord agree Jesus. together, we thank you that it's done yes. 
in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 That was Amen. powerful. Amen. Yes, I'm Amen. so glad. Thank you for Amen. praying that. I know that many lives have been touched and changed Amen. forever. Amen. And that's really the key is just realizing that you can always come together and pray. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit can inspire you how to pray. Right. And right. it changes everything. It, it, does. Does. it does. It does. Thank you all so much for being with us Thank today. You. It's been so life-changing. I know it's been impactful Wonderful. for so many people. Wonderful. And we still have time for people to get in on the Visionary Conference. Yes. Are y'all going to be there? Oh, oh yes. We ready. will be. Final We're night excited. tonight. We want to see Can't you wait. here. Remember, it's going to be the final night here, right here at Jesse DePlantis International Headquarters, 7 o'clock at Central Time. You can, if you can't make it in person, we would love for you to watch online. Yes, it's, it's going free to, be, to attend. It's that's great. Right. No charge whatsoever. Thank you so much for watching. And I want you to know that I'm so appreciative for all our partners that help yes. us to put these programs on. If you're not a partner, you can become one. You can give through JDM.org, PayPal, text to give, or you can mail in your donation. All that information is on the screen. Just know that when you do that, you're helping us to get the message of the gospel that is changing lives all over the world. That's our vision, reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. We do that right here on this program and so many other things that we do here at JDM. Well, I hope you'll be watching me next week for our next program called Glorious Living. It has been so much fun doing these things because I know that God is touching lives all over the world. I hope you'll join me next week for another program. God bless you. Bye-bye.